to a very special edition of Table Talk. I'm Betsy Thompson, and y'all, I'm super excited for you to get to meet Levi Skipper. There you go. Hey. Hey. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Definitely. You might be going, who is this Levi Skipper? And I was, I was going to ask you, Dr. Levi Skipper? Just Levi Skipper? Uh, just Levi just, Skipper. Yeah. Please just uh, yeah, Levi honestly, Skipper. Yeah, honestly, it feels weird when somebody says when doctor. When somebody says doctor. So, yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, let me tell you, y'all, Levi is here in view of a call at Sagemont Church to potentially become the next lead pastor mm -hmm. here at Sagemont, which is really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And so thanks for coming and hanging out and doing nice. this. Thank you for having me. It's going to be so fun. We're going to just get to know you a little bit. And um, the pastor search team is, uh, if you've been here at Sagemont with us for a while, has been meeting um, and praying and listening to sermons and visiting churches and doing all the things. And they have unanimously come and said, we think this is the next guy mm. for stage one. Yeah. And so we're super excited that we're at that point. Mm. You kind of always feel like you're never going to get to that point right. when you're in the middle. You're like, is this ever <laughs> going to happen? And so, so excited that that's happening. Um, there's going to be tons of time for you to get to know uh, Pastor Levi in some different ways, online, in person, different things within the next few weeks. Be looking for all of that. Read your emails, do all your things um, in these next few weeks as you are here with us and we get to get to know him a little bit. But okay, mm -hmm. so first, I did say doctor. You are a doctor. I am. You have yes. the. You did the work. Yes. You did the work. But <laughs> do is it? Do you normally Pastor Levi or just Levi or? Uh, I guess Pastor Levi. Yeah. is probably the most normal. Yeah. And um, but I, like I go it. by either, right? So yeah. I go by Levi right. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. In your regular life. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, so just introduce yourself, yourself, your family, kids, that kind of stuff. Sure, Tell yeah. Us about so you. as she said, my name is Levi Skipper, and uh, I've been married for 23 years to my wife, Krista. How old are you? Uh, 46. Okay, that, I was trying yeah. to guess. Okay, yeah, I literally just had to think about that, too. I know, so 46, yeah. and uh, just turned 46 recently. Oh, when's your birthday? Uh, October. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. so there you go. So right. just did. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. So your wife, y'all been married 23 years, you Been said? married 23 years. She and I met in college and uh, got married. As soon as I graduated, she had like a half a semester okay. left. What, where'd y'all go to school? Went to Shorter College in Rome, Georgia. Okay. So it's a Baptist college there. And um, once we were married, obviously started having children. So yeah. we've got four kids. And uh, right now, the oldest, Garrison, he's 20 years old. And then I have uh, a girl, Maddie, who's 18. And then another son, Gavin, who is 16. And then another daughter, Marley, who's 14. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I know people listening, the first thing they'll say is, how how do you go? So you're in Georgia now. Right, that's right. You work for the um, Georgia Southern Baptist Convention? Is well, that Georgia what it's Baptist Mission Board. Got it. Yes, I that's all right. I have to yep. learn the lingo. Okay, <laughs> so what do you do with them right now? Well, when I first uh, came on staff with them, I was director of evangelism for the okay. state. And then I did that for about nine months, and then I was asked to take over the church strengthening department. Okay. So uh, I oversee evangelism, discipleship, worship and music, uh, student ministry, um, Baptist Collegiate Ministry. Uh, did I say worship and music? I you think did, I said I think that. So. Mm -hmm. There's a couple more. Let's see, Latino Ministry, cool. uh, Young Leaders as well. Wow. So, can I oversee those departments? That's awesome. Yep. And so, um, living in Georgia, mm -hmm. grew up in Georgia. That's right. Always been in Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, you've got kids that are 20 to 14. Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about how is your family handling the thought of. <laughs> 
a move to Houston. Well, that's so a huge deal. It is a, it is a huge deal. Yeah. And uh, quite shocking, to be honest sure. with you. So when we sat down and actually had a conversation with the kids, um, my two sons were like, let's go. I mean, they were pretty fired up about okay. it. Okay. And um, my two daughters, not so much. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? It was kind of like I just ripped their heart out of yeah. their chest. And um, it was interesting, though, how the Lord began to work in that because we just prayed that night together as a family because we, we weren't sure still. Sure, right. We were just saying, Lord, you know, if this is where you're leading us, then we want to follow your leadership. And we pray that you would pull all of our hearts in that mm-hmm. direction. And um, God began to work. So, I, I mean, it wasn't a few days later, all of a sudden, both the girls began to, I mean, their entire attitudes changed. Wow. Uh, so much so, and I haven't shared this with anybody yet, we were in South Georgia meeting with uh, Krista's family for Thanksgiving. And somebody asked my youngest, Marley, Marley, how are you feeling about it? And her response, which, I mean, I was kind of proud. She said, uh, if that's where the Lord wants us, mm-hmm. we're fired up to go. Oh, I love which that. is so drastically different okay. than what she sounded like right. from, you know, day one. But just to see, you know, and it is interesting, too, because they're at the age now where, they're a part of the decision. Yes. They're a part of the process. And we want to look at this as an opportunity as well to, to shepherd them, disciple them, let them you know, be a part of the praying and the talking mm-hmm. about it. So just to see what the Lord's been doing in each one of their hearts has been That's pretty really tremendous. Cool. Ah, yeah, that. it's been, been awesome. That's a neat thing as a parent to get to see your Definitely. kids go, mm-hmm. look, at, look at y'all. Yeah, Growing right. in their personal relationship That's with That's exactly the Lord. right. So, okay, so that leads me to tell me about your relationship with the Lord. How did it start? Yeah. Where did you meet him? Sure. Um, tell us just your salvation story. So, I, and I, I share a little bit about my backstory before I came to know the Lord. Uh, what got my attention was the passing of my older brother. So I was five years old. He was seven when he died. Uh, obviously, that's a big deal yeah. for, to a five-year-old kid. That was my best buddy. Absolutely. And um, immediately realized life is extremely short, and people spend eternity somewhere. Now, I didn't understand the gospel, but I do remember being in church, and uh, we went to a real small church when I was a, when I was a little kid, and they would read the people who had died. Mm. Right. And and I remember because my mom would tell me that I would say, where did they go? Like, where are they now? Mm -hmm. And she would try to explain to me, you know, they're in heaven. But anyway, all that to say the Lord used his passing to soften my heart. So when I was seven years old, we were at a revival service in our church in Marietta, Georgia. And uh, the gospel was shared super plain. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's what I need. I need to repent of my sin, give my heart to Jesus. So I did. And um, I haven't been the same since. That's amazing. Yeah. So for just to go back for your brother, yep. he was seven. That's you right. You were five. That's right. Uh, you said he had a brain tumor. That's right. Right. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, that's I mean, an amazing thing to have to walk through at such a young age. Definitely. And for your parents, I would say more so for you them. Through. Yeah. Yeah. I would say more so. And now it's one of those things too, bitch. I never thought about what they experienced right. until I had kids, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I don't even know how they handled right. that. But, you Pretty know, amazing. It's one of those things, too. It's like you, you never know the grace that God possesses mm-hmm. until you need it. Yeah. And that he obviously showed up. That he so, did. Yeah, That's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go through school. Um, at what point did you know that the Lord was calling you into ministry? So I was around 15 years old and um, struggled with it because— my, my great desire, believe it or not, was to be a country music singer. That's what I wanted to oh, do. Oh, maybe we'll right? have to get Levi to sing for us someday. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that. But anyway, so that was my desire. But uh, I was involved in church, 
And when I was in church, it was like the Lord was saying, I want you to preach. Mm. I want you to preach. And I just kept saying, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And, you know, a little bit of my stories, because I, I thought that people went into ministry because that's what their family did. Sure. So I just thought it was kind of like passed down. Well, my dad's a railroad guy. My mom's an interior decorator. So it didn't make good sense. Um but I just began to wrestle with that. So I, I'm reading, I mean, I read the scripture as a teenager and uh, studied the Bible and uh, got caught, really kind of stuck, to be honest with you, in the book of Jonah during that time. And obviously Jonah was running from the Lord and, and it was like, that's what you're doing. I was like, mm. oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, and then, you know, obviously the story <laughs> does it, you know, he's swallowed up by a big mm -hmm. fish. That's not a good right. ending. So anyway, that being the case, one evening, I just, I, I just said, okay, Lord, if this is really what you want me to do, uh, you're going to have to make it plain from the New Testament. And so, and I, I tell everybody this, I don't encourage people to do this, but I grabbed the New Testament, held up all the pages, let them open up, put my finger down, and uh, the scripture said, do you need a sign? And I was like, all right, we're on That's the right nice. track. Yeah. And then it said, you have the sign of Jonah. Mm. So I was like, oh my goodness. And so I said, okay, Lord, I, I'll listen. So wow. interestingly too, I haven't shared this, I don't think, with, with you, so this may be new information. Yeah. But I sat down with my mom one evening uh, at, our, at our breakfast table in the house. My mom was kind of the spiritual rock mm -hmm. at that time in our life. Every morning I'd get up and I'd be going to school. She was seated at the breakfast table reading her Bible. Cool. Now, be honest with you, it used to drive me crazy when I was wrestling with the Lord's call on my sure, life. Sure, sure. So I'm like, what are you doing? So I made fun of her, mm. which that's horrible. But anyway, I used to call her Mother Mary. Her, her name's not Mary at all. But anyway, so I would make right. fun of her a little bit. But I sat down with her at the same breakfast table uh, one evening. And I said, Mom, I said, this is going to sound crazy, but I really feel like the Lord's calling me to preach. So she got up from the table and left the room. And I was like, that didn't go good. Oh, <laughs> but wow. then she walks back into the room with all these books in her hand and puts them out on the table. And I'm looking at them and they're books on uh, how to study the Bible, commentaries on books of the Bible. And I said, what is this? And my mom said, the Lord's been telling me to buy these for years. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know why. This is the reason. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, that's I got I got to do it now. Now you know I know what, what I mean? I'm supposed to do. <laughs> that's that's right. good. That's good. So it was interesting, too, because I was, uh, you know, finishing up my sophomore year of high school and said, OK, this is what the Lord's called me to do. So I asked my parents to take me out of public school, put me in a uh, mm. Christian school so I could start learning, you know, take some Bible classes. Right. And uh, that's what I did. So my last two years of high school, I went to a Christian school and anyway, jumped to into shorter and, college and, yeah. you know, Christian ministry major. And yeah. Yeah. So tell go. me a little bit about. After college, just what did ministry look like for you? So, well, I was involved in ministry while I was in college okay. as well. Yeah. So I did, uh, I was kind of like a little, kind of like a contract youth worker for okay. a church for a little while. Then I did college ministry at okay. a church as well. And then as soon as I graduated, I went on staff at a church in middle Georgia as a, as a youth pastor. Okay. So I did that for two years. Okay. And then uh, a church in North Georgia called and asked me if I'd be their pastor. Wow. Which was very awkward because, honestly, I got a phone call, and, and it was a guy on the other end of the line. He said, uh, this is Bob. Is this Levi? And I said, yeah, this is Levi. He said, we want you to come be our pastor. That's what he said. So, oh my first gosh. of all, I thought it was a buddy of mine messing with me. So yeah. I said, what are you, who is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just Bob. <laughs> yeah, sure, Bob sure. Yeah. That's right. But it ended up actually wow. being a guy on the search team. And uh, I went and met with him. So it's, it was crazy. So, so you, how yeah. old were you for your first lead pastor? I was 23 pastor. years oh old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Crystal was 22. And looking wow. back on it, I'm like, 
Why did that? It makes no sense. For, I, mean, I look back at pictures now, and I mean, I look like a child. Yeah. I, it makes no sense that they would hire me. But we that. went and uh, had a great time. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. God does that kind of stuff. Definitely. And I love that sometimes I think he shelters us from thinking how crazy it is in the moment. Because yes. you're like, no, Lord, this is exactly the right <laughs> thing. Exactly and you look right. back and go, yep. what was that? I know. But he know. does. He yeah. takes us right there. So how long were you there at that church? I was there right at seven years. Okay. And uh had an awesome time. I, awesome. To be honest with you, the first like probably six months to maybe eight months were very difficult. Yeah. I didn't realize what I, I didn't know what I didn't know. Sure, sure. So church was very unhealthy mm. and there were issues within the church and it was mm. a small church. And I, I kind of just got thrown in the middle of it wow. <laughs> and, and I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I'm not saying I, I know what I'm doing now, but at least I really did. Right? <laughs> yeah, at least experienced something. But the Lord grew wow. us through that. I That's mean, awesome. oh my word, I learned so much, you know, just about ministry, about people, about leadership, about, you know, preaching and teaching and yeah. discipleship. I mean, you name it, all these things I was learning. And then the Lord really just started blessing and uh, had the opportunity to, to actually build a staff because when I when I went on staff there I was the only guy I had a there was a part time uh, secretary mm -hmm. and my first week she quit so, so it was just you it was just me oh my word right? so when I showed up the first like week and meet the part time secretary she said I had been waiting for them to hire a pastor because I'm retiring oh I'm gosh. leaving and uh, and just kind of give you a little sense of what what I was into I said well. Is there like a list of the members of the church? Yeah. And she, this is no joke, she reached up on a back shelf, pulled a sheet of paper out, reached in a cabinet, pulled another sheet of paper out, grabbed one more, put like three or four sheets of paper that just pulled from all over the place. This is the list I got. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my word. So, yeah, I mean, basically, wow. Krista and I, um, we did absolutely everything to begin with yeah. except take take up the offering and deposit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But everything else, like bulletins, hots, I mean, you name it, we were doing it. It was crazy. That's amazing. But we loved it. It I was bet. a ton of fun. You know what I mean? And you did it for seven years. I did. Yeah. That's amazing. That's right, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. a lot of fun. And then left there. Yes. Went to another church. I did. Oh, no. I, I had kind of like a little window of time yeah. there where, and that's kind of where the Sagemont yeah, kind of crosses. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is I ended up meeting Jonathan Morrison over in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia. And the um, reason I was over there was I was going over to train pastors. <laughs> I've been doing it for, you know. A good seven years. That's <laughs> right. I just started shaving too, right? So I may <laughs> as well go do this. But, and it, it is interesting too, just kind of a back up a little bit. When I was 23 and first started pastoring, there was a Sunday school class in the church mm -hmm. that actually um, basically financially gave to this one missionary over in Cambodia. Hmm. And he was in the States. He came to the church. Uh, one Sunday night, and he taught, and I was just blown away by what he was doing. I said, "I, I want to help you." Yeah. Right. And th this is what he said: "Come over and do pastor training." And I've been pastoring. I don't even think I pastored for wow. a year at that point. But that's how I got involved in that's pastor awesome. training. So anyway, I got to know about seven years later. I got to know Jonathan Morrison. Lord impressed upon our hearts, really, to start a pastor training school in southern Ethiopia. So, cool. so we did that, and I realized, okay, if we're going to do this the way it needs to be done, I'm going to have to step away from this for a season and get this mm -hmm. get this up and running. Get so that's going. what I did. So that's I ended cool. up in Ethiopia, Kenya, uh, South Africa, Cameroon. 
uh, and a couple of other places during that time. That's awesome. And while I was at Stateside, I was just kind of preaching mm-hmm. evang- evangelism, you know, at other churches. So that's, that's what I did. Awesome. Yeah, and I then I that. went to another church. Okay. Yeah, so Concord Baptist in Northeast Georgia is where I went. Okay. Ended up pastor there for about nine years. Okay. That's absolutely awesome. loved that, too. So great. Yeah. I love that you, that your story, the way the Lord has created your story is you have gotten to have your hand and experience in many different areas. You've been a lead pastor of a small church, bigger churches. Mm -hmm. Um, You've gotten to really focus on missions. You've got to focus on pastors and staffs and churches in this, especially in this last season, Mm -hmm. um, really getting to do all of that. And so it's so cool to really for you to take a step back and go, look how the Lord has prepared you for so many different, really neat things you have just kind of in your back pocket. Sure. You can pull yeah, out. there have been a ton of, and it is one of those things you don't really know why. Right. You know, so even when I left uh, the last church to go on staff at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, that was not an easy decision. Yeah. Because we loved the church, we loved the area, we loved the people. Uh, God was doing just a, a remarkable work, but I just sensed, okay, we, and you know, kind of giving this to you in a quick uh, little soundbite here, but. It's like a Macedonian call, right? There was a new executive director. He said, Levi, come and help, uh, really help us kind of revitalize the Georgia Baptist Mission mm-hmm. Corps. And uh, so I went and did that. Yeah. And But had an awesome time. So I, I, I did a thing at Concord called No Sweat Discipleship, mm-hmm. where, I, where I would teach individuals how to disciple other people, like just a tool yeah. I put together. And um, there's a cool story on why I did that. Because can I say it? Yes, real quick? please. So this guy comes in my office one day and he says, Levi, you keep telling us to make disciples. Like that's what the Bible tells us to do. And he said, I agree 100%. He said, but I have no idea how to do it. Amen. Good Would, for him yeah, saying something. I know. So I was like, you're right. He said, could you make me a tool so that, so that I would have something that would be evergreen? Right. Mm-hmm. Meaning mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like a, you know, a 10 week Bible study, right. just an evergreen process that I can use to disciple other people. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, so I, I will definitely do that. So I. That's awesome. Yeah. That week made No Sweat Discipleship. But all that to say, I ended up at George Baptist Mission Board and I did a thing called No Sweat Evangelism. Cool. So teaching people how to share the gospel. Again, because we say matter. go out and share the gospel and all people the time. go, I would how love do I to. Do what do I, how that's does it right. look like? That's right. What do I do? So anyway. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Um. So the big question, of course, is Sagemont. Right. Um, we talked a little bit just about kind of your backstory a little with mm-hmm. Sagemont. Um, really don't know a ton about the church. Right. Um, or the history and stuff. Just happened to have served with Jonathan in Ethiopia, uh, sure. which is cool. Um, some people might remember, if I tell them, uh, your sweet wife actually was a ladies' night out speaker. Correct. Here yeah. in January 2022, mm-hmm. Savannah invited her to come and share with us. Yeah, and Savannah, Jonathan's wife, yes. I was actually her pastor Right. In, when we were in <coughs> Austell. So, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Which is so yeah. cool. Yeah. So cool. Um, but share a little bit just about how you and Krista even said yes to entertaining a conversation or what was going on to make you even say yes to the start of the process? Well, I I had always sensed that I would uh, be in that role where I was for a season, Mm -hmm. um, basically to try to help that (coughs) move that ministry forward. 
Uh, my heart's always been a local church, mm. and I feel like that's where I, I fit the best. You know what I mean? That's what I enjoy. Yeah. I love staff. I love being around people and helping. Because a lot them. of what you've been doing, right, in the in your current mm. role, is you travel to different churches a lot. Travel a ton, yeah. But then manage a staff that's all over Georgia, right? So yeah, yeah. There's yeah. So that's a, yeah. But I will say too, that's been a training process. Like, Absolutely. how do you build a team and unify them, and you don't see them every yeah. week? Some of them I don't see very often at all. Right. So how do you do that? And that was a challenge, but I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. But anyway, so um, when we were reached out to about Sagemont, um, we just said, well, I mean, I, I know a little bit about Sagemont, not mm-hmm. a ton, but I know that it's a great church. Yeah. And so let's at least give them our information. And to be honest with you, my, my deal was let's just walk. And if the Lord opens the door, we'll just keep walking. Amen. And um, here we sit. Here we sit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He opened here that door sit. real fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I love, I love the heart of Sagemont. Uh, to kind of give you a few things that 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 really fire me up about Sagemont. Yeah. Definitely missions minded. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's that's my heart as well. Evangelistic. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. That's my heart. Uh, and then I love. Uh, they're called connect groups, mm-hmm. but I love small groups. Yeah. So I, I feel like we used to call them Sunday school, right? Everybody's got cool Sunday names. Sunday school for them. and big church. That's Listen, right. <laughs> Sunday school and that's big church. Right. But to me, that's the that is the lifeblood of a church. Mm-hmm. And so both churches that I pastored, we focused on building our small groups, mm-hmm. and that's what enabled us to grow as a church that's and awesome. reach more people. Yeah. So I love that that DNA is here. And now that I've gotten to know some people who are teaching classes, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my word. They, y'all got unbelievable teachers. We are super very sharp people. Blessed. Yeah. yeah. So I, that, yeah. that excites me. That's super cool. Yeah. I, I love that because I think that is a very unique thing mm-hmm. about Sagemont is we do have groups on Sunday morning. That's right. Yeah. And so many churches don't now. And I right. talk to people all the time that say, I, that's one of the main reasons I started coming to Sage Mark yeah, because definitely. my kids could come, my students could come, that's I right. could come. We were all there. Well, maximizing those moments yeah. that everybody are on the campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like love it. that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, what about, um, what is something you would say, this is, and because you've done it, because you've left different places and gone to new churches and done different things, what would you say that you're like, I know some of the harder things about making this kind of a transition? Um, if I understand the question correctly, are you asking me kind of what's difficult about the transition? Yeah. Well, there, there's always going to be difficulty Absolutely. because uh, even moving within Georgia is tough. You know what I mean? So True. moving from Georgia to Texas, yeah, that's going to be difficult. But it, He's coming I, for the scenery. Yes, that's, right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Not really. But if the Lord, you know... Uh, Approves. I don't yeah. want to be presumptuous here, but if everything goes well with the right. uh, the vote, um, Krista and I came, and this is the, this is no joke. Like Krista has been so at peace this entire time, which is I, I don't want to say that's odd because that's not odd, but it is odd for something for like this. this. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So like, you seem more at peace with this than, or you know, more at ease than even yeah. me. And so, uh, but then again, just to see the Lord working in our kid's life is also very encouraging. But yeah, so that'd be difficult, just the moving aspect. And then the reality is it's difficult because 
uh, it's going to take time to, for me to get to know the church. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, I, I told the search team this too. Like, I know what the mission of the church is because uh, the mission of the church, Jesus gave us that. Go yes, make disciples. Did. So we mm-hmm. don't get freedom to make that one up. Right. So mission, mission is what you do. Vision is where you're going. That's what I don't have an answer to. Mm-hmm. And I would also say I don't want to have an answer right. to that until I get to know the church, the community, what God's already up to, what's the heartbeat of yeah. the church, how can I help lead and guide and shepherd to accomplish what God wants Sage Mott to do, not what Levi wants to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's beautiful. And there is yep. a big difference. Huge difference. So anyway. Yeah, I th- love that. That's difficult, but that's also super exciting to me. Yeah. I enjoy that kind of stuff. Well, now is the next question is like, what are you excited about? Like yeah. what looking at going, okay, moving to Houston and getting the beautiful landscape. You don't have to mention that one. We got that one. And the weather. Um, but yeah, I'm glad y'all brought me in, what, November? I know. Right? Listen, July July <laughs> and August right. are fun down here. Yeah, that's what I understand. Um, yeah, they're going to be great. Um, but you don't have to deal with snow. Did y'all have a bunch of snow where Not you Not a ton, but oh. we did get some. But well, it was also, you probably just we had loved pretty it when it snow. Came. So yeah, you didn't right. even have, like, bad snow. Yeah, that's so right. that's not yeah, even fun. Snow. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, like, looking at Sagemont and the things that you've looked at, what are, you've already mentioned some, but what are some of the things that you're like, I can't wait to come in and see how God's doing this and share knowledge with this or things I've learned and just kind of that infusion that you can bring. So in in the process, um, one of the things that was asked of the search team, really some of the staff who were a part of that question was, what do you got? What do you really need from the next pastor? And one of the answers was, you know, it was beyond like uh, shepherding and uh, leading. It was, we need practical processes mm-hmm. in the life of our church. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, that's, you just, that was like, you, you sang my song as soon as you said that. Because yeah. I love putting together, that's kind of how I think as well. Cool. And um, so I, I'm pumped about that. But then I also really... I'm excited about getting to know the staff. You guys have people on staff here who have served for 30 years and more. Mm-hmm. That says a ton about the health of the church, that the staff, they love it. They want to be here. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to get around those individuals. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I see it as a challenge, but I also see it as an opportunity for me to grow. Yeah, There's some sharp guys on this staff Absolutely. that I can't wait to sit down with. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And really just pick their brain. Yeah. Help me. Help me get better. I want to grow. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, too, I know we're doing this interview now, but uh, we just kind of had a little time with the staff. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hang out with the staff, get to know very them. Cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I picked that vibe up very Great quickly. People. And um, so, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Okay, introvert, extrovert. So if I take the test... It tells me I'm an introvert. Okay. But everybody who knows me says, you're not an introvert, you're an extrovert. But see, I'm like that too. It's very confusing. Because it's really how you fill up. So do you like your alone time? So my wife tells me that that's how I I recharge, Mm -hmm. is by being by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, anybody who knows me, they would always say, you're not an introvert. So I guess I'm an introvert who's learned to be extroverted. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Same, same, yeah. same. So, I, so every time I, I take it. that test, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's yeah. right. But, but anyway. if, you like, if you like your alone time, that's too, right. which is good. It's a good <laughs> balance, good balance. Yes. Um, one thing I have had multiple people tell me from the search team that have gotten to sit with you is that you're funny. Hmm. Do you think you're a funny person? I really don't, <laughs> which is odd. I mean, because um, 
I definitely don't try to be. Okay. Uh, I was voted most witty in high school, right? <laughs> but it's like if I if I'm trying to be funny, I don't really think I'm funny. Right, at right, all. right. Yeah. So I think it's just kind of you know. Yeah. Quick wit. Like if you had to sit down and put a comedy routine, it not would be gonna not do good. that. Not gonna do that. But the random yeah. just things That's that exactly fly right. out of your head. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So f- with your kids, because mm-hmm. I want us to spend a little bit of time talking about your yeah, kids. Sure. Huge part. Definitely. Of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have seen pictures. Beautiful family. I appreciate it. They are beautiful, beautiful. Um, are they, would you say, more like you, more like Krista? A little bit of both mm. in all of them? So it's interesting because over the years, like we've seen a change. Yeah. So at one point, you know, we would look at one and say, that's just like Krista. And then two years later, just like you. You know that's what I mean? Yeah. So it is kind of a transition. But uh, I think as far as like uh, how Garrison, my oldest, processes and thinks, it's probably similar to me. Okay. Uh, as far as, um, and if Crystal were here, she'd probably tell you the same thing, but like Maddie and Gavin in the middle, highly creative. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from her okay. as well. And then I'd probably say Marley, the youngest, is most like Krista. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I haven't thought that all the yeah. way through, but that's no, a great that's question. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And then also just share a little bit about um, just Krista's partnership with you in ministry. Oh, yeah. Um, because through all the years, I know she's been by your side and even mm-hmm. a little bit of just what she's doing right now. Yeah, definitely. So interesting too, right? Krista has all, Krista sensed that when she was in high school that God was calling her to be a pastor's wife. Hmm. Which I, I, I know you kind of go what? Yeah, yeah I never even really heard that before. Now, what what happened was she went through this study, and she tells the story so much better than I do. But she went through this study where she felt like the Lord said, "The one that you will marry will pray with you on your first date." All right. So I took Krista out on our first date to Waffle House. Come on, right? fancy. I know they cook in front of you. So anyway, I went to Waffle House. Driving back, I drove a little S10 pickup truck, five speed. And uh, I remember drive, shorter colleges kind of in the mountains. And so you kind of drive up the big hill. And as I'm driving up this hill, I literally was, I sensed like, you need to pray with this girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going, that is, first of all, I'd never done that before. It's our first date. Yeah. yeah. How weird is this? So anyway, I ended up just kind of slinging it into this gravel parking lot and just said, let's pray. And I just prayed real fast and said, amen. Well, thankfully, she didn't say, hey, the Lord told me. You know what I mean? Because I'd be like, you're crazy. But anyway, so she didn't mention anything about that. But all that to say, she she definitely has the heart of ministry. She's been involved in it. I mean, she grew up in ministry. Her dad was on staff at a church okay. as the music minister. So she's been involved in that all of her life. Her, her mom was a classical pianist. Cool. Unbelievable. She plays piano at the church. Um, so how she's been involved uh, in ministry with me, I mean, even in college, she was helping me with the college ministry, yeah. the student ministry. So she's just been there the whole time. She's a vital part, huge that. encourager, yeah. also a huge help. Like if I'm, you know, hey, Levi, that's probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? Thank you. Love you know, that. Yes. <laughs> so that's very Love helpful. That. Yeah. So she's huge that way. And then, um, I mean, currently, you know, my role that I'm in now kind of puts me in a different church every Sunday mm-hmm. preaching. And so I don't, I don't really get to go to church with the family. But what has happened in this transitional time frame is we have gone to help um, really a church restart in our area. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty interesting, too, because the guy who's doing it was an evangelist and he was a member of the church I pastored. Oh, okay. So he's in that 
uh, role now. So anyway, we go over there and, you know, they're, they're getting involved in helping. And, um, and so she's, she's been asked to step up and help lead the worship team. Yeah. So she's been doing that. And then Maddie, you know, my daughter, she plays, she plays anything. She's kind of, kind of weird to be honest yeah, with you. But awesome. anyway, so she plays and helps lead worship on Wednesday night for students. And so fun. So that's what she's doing. I yeah. love it. That's mm-hmm. really, really yep. great. Super cool. Um, so just the last couple of things I want to ask you. One is just as you're continuing, you and your family are continuing through this season, having to get asked the same questions a whole right. lot of times. <laughs> that's all right. Um, meeting tons of people, right. um, all of that. And even just traveling back and forth and mm-hmm. all the things that are going on in the holidays and, you know, mm-hmm. this season. Um, Sagemont is a praying church, mm. and we are being very purposeful that we want to pray. Um, how can Sagemont pray for you? Well, I, w- I would say continue to pray for wisdom. Uh, anybody yeah. ever asked me that, I was pray that God would give me wisdom. Amen. But then just praying as well for our family, that we just continue to, to follow the Lord's mm-hmm. lead. He would continue to shape our children through this process as well. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you know what's going on with my wife, Krista. Yeah. So you can pray for her, right? So share that. Everybody doesn't know. But yeah, share so that. she has a cousin who lives in Dallas, Texas, who... Um, basically has issues with her kidneys and if she doesn't get a kidney she's going to pass mm-hmm. and so uh, she's on the kidney donor list and Krista just said I think I need to get tested to see if I could donate a kidney so I was like alright that sounds good to me so she went through the process and now she's scheduled they may change the date but right now January the 4th we will be in Dallas and she'll be donating a kidney. Wow. So all that to say, yeah. just pray for that. Yeah. Pray absolutely. for that process and obviously her recovery, but then we're praying that that kidney would take and yes. yeah, and that Carrie, her cousin would, you know, see better days. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We would love, we would yeah. love to get I appreciate to that. with that, with Definitely. y'all for that, for sure. Um, is there anything that you want to share or you want to say that we haven't talked about? Oh man. Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay, off that's the top good. Of my head. That means we did yeah, a great you job. You did a Levi. great job. That's right. <laughs> that's that means right. we did a good job. Yeah. Hey, but I do would love to ask you if you would just pray. Yeah, definitely. Uh, pray for us as we're sure. closing out. That'd all be right. awesome. Yep, let's yeah. do it then. Let's pray. So, Father, we are grateful, first of all, just for who you are and, and God, how you uh, really do work in each one of our lives. And, and God, you prepare us and you mold us and shape us for what you have next in our lives. And God, I not only pray that for myself, but for every single person here at Save. God, I just pray that you would continue to put your hand upon all of us so that we heed your voice, uh, that we really do seek wisdom from your word, and Lord, that we at the same time are filled with the Spirit of God. And Father, I pray specifically for Sagemont that you would put your hand upon this fellowship, that they would continue to really be a beacon of light for the good news of the gospel, and that as you are writing the story of Sagemont, that you would continue to write glorious words of your Son and what you've done through him to give us eternal life. And we'll trust you to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Levi. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate it, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Like I said, be looking for your emails. Look for all the different times you're going to get opportunity to come and uh, sit and get to know Levi a little bit more and Krista and things like that are coming. So be looking for that. Be proactive in getting all that information. And y'all, be praying for Levi and his family as you continue to pray for Sagemont as we are looking for exactly the right guy that God has mm, for us. So yeah. we're excited that you're here uh, and asking it. God to continue to give wisdom. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Appreciate hey, guys, it. thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. See you next time.